Hey, it's Alex and Bella from Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast where each week we bring you real, raw, and unfiltered conversations. Our guests share their lives, journeys in entrepreneurship, relationship, parenthood, and much, much more in an authentic and raw way where no one sugarcoats life's messes and successes. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of your favorite podcast apps and tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheeltees.myshopify.com. Hi guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, then I know you'll enjoy the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James. And on my podcast, my guests and I discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. To deal with their problems, heal from the pain, and to fulfill their purpose. So check out our podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Audible. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel at Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. Until then, see you soon. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that the, excuse me, (laughs) welcome to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. What we believe, our belief is that the relationship between a father and a daughter is one of the most important relationships that can happen in a young woman's life. Therefore, our mission is to promote the daddy-daughter relationship by spreading the voices of girl dads around the world and give love and support to our dads and their daughters. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you listen, uh, like, subscribe, and share to our podcast. Make sure that you are uh, subscribing to our podcast, definitely on our YouTube channel. We share a YouTube channel with our partner podcast, which is the deal uh, to heal with E. James podcast. So when you go to pop, when you go to YouTube, 
look up the deal to heal with E. James podcast, and you will see um, the link not only for the deal, uh, the girl that discussions podcast, but also you will see the playlist for the deal to heal with E. James podcast. Both of them are under the same um, YouTube channel, which is deal to heal with E. James podcast. So make sure you guys are following us there on our social media pages. We are the girl dad discussions podcast on all your listening devices for podcasts. We are girl dad discussions podcast. So also I'm gonna let you guys know how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end in order to get that information. So usually this is where I would say today, just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest. But today we are blessed with two guests. We are blessed with two guests, uh, our very first father and daughter. Hold on. Our very first father and daughter uh, duo, should I say. So since we've been recording, we had a, a lot of fathers on. And we recently had two young ladies on, our first females that was on there. And today, this is our first duo with the father and the daughter. So how are you guys doing? Good. How about you? <laughs> I'm good. I'll try to give each other a chance to see who's going to speak first. <laughs> <laughs> so do me a favor, both of you guys, uh, introduce yourselves to my listeners and let us know who you are and what it is that you do. My name is Kaden, and me and my dad have a business together where we, like, teach families how to build businesses with their children, and also we, like, have Airbnbs and stuff like that. We have a couple of books. We have a bunch of books coming out in October, September. I can't really think of the exact date right now, but yeah. Okay, okay. Mr. Six Ways, what's going on with you? How you doing? I'm Mr. Six Ways. That's my, uh, counterpart Caden um we do have nine books releasing on September 5th along with three curriculums um that will be releasing along with it um we just sold uh early copies at InvestFest um so yeah we pretty much like she said we teach parents how to build profitable businesses with their children um and pretty much I go around the world speaking of that nature to kind of get parents to understand you know the importance of building relationships with their children and showing children how to become owners instead of workers. Um, and hopefully we get her to speaking very soon, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> well, she, she started off pretty good here. Oh, she started off pretty good here with uh, jumping right in there and saying what she needs to say. So I don't, I don't think that'll be a problem. I think she'll be ready to get <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> what you think? Amy? No. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, uh, Mr. Six Ways, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start off talking to you a little bit because this is the, the Girl Dad Discussions podcast, and generally we are here um, with just the fathers. And so I'd like to find out, you know, just like a backstory with the fathers because um, what we really want to do with this podcast, not only teach, but also to to build up, to combat the narrative of you know, the, the uh, absent father, especially in the lives of, of their daughters. And so I always ask a couple questions. So generally this, this podcast came from a, a segment from the deal to with E. James podcast, but I will always ask girl dads when I have a on two questions to start off. And that's what does it mean for you to be a girl dad? And what is something that your daughter has taught you? So I'll ask you them same, them same two questions. 
Um, what does it mean to be a girl dad? Um, one word, humbling. Um, having to raise a daughter um, is different. You know, her attitude, her mother's attitude, my grandma, her grandmother's attitude. <laughs> so dealing with the different attitudes and various forms of different people that she is um, can be very challenging at times because I have to be very patient which I'm very, I'm working on now and very sensitive to her. It's not like me working with a guy where I could just say what I want to say without, you know, feelings being involved. So I think it's been very humbling and patient. Um, one thing I learned from her is I can never stop learning from her. I, that's a better way of saying it. Um, I learned through her that she's going to always be teaching me different things and coaching me and, and just making me a better man and, and a better father um, because every day is a day that I could grow in, in those areas. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my answer to that. Okay, good, good, good. So when, when she was born, uh, or should I say, first of all, even before she was born, how did you even find out you were going to be a father? <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Um, a conversation for another day because she's on here. Um, but uh, I found out when I was in college, um, kind of just was told it was, it's not no real big backstory or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, we just, you know, we were having a baby and it was time to be a man about it. But I, I can say I was very immature in that situation. Um, and I didn't take it as serious as I should have till she was born. Um, so it's a lot of different things I wish I kind of could have changed, but I don't regret anything because it made me a better person today. But I was just young and dumb. That's the best way that I can describe it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you said that because that, that was one of my other, that was going to be one of my other questions as far as regrets, um, because I always share one of my biggest regrets. Uh, my daughter is not a, a baby anymore. I would say my baby is not a baby no more. She's uh, actually 20 now. Um, but one of the things that uh, I regret, you know, was she had a daddy daughter dance and I didn't go because I had to work and I said, I'll, I'll get to the next one, you know, and it never was the next one. And so she's 20 now. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things that I regret. Um, but as you said, you don't have any regrets, you know, with the way things went with you guys. And, and I'm glad about that. So just as, as a father, what do you think one of your biggest accomplishments uh, which your daughter has been? I mean, right now, what she's doing right now, um, most parents can't tell you that their child is a co-owner of a business. Most parents can't, can't say that they do business with their child. It's either your child works for you or you work for your child. You get what I'm saying? Most mm -hmm. parents don't split the stage with their children. Like if you ever see like these child entrepreneurs and stuff like that, mom and dad is always in the background. Or <clears throat> if you see a child working with their mother, the child is in the background. Whereas we share the stage. Like it's not a Anthony event. It's not a Caden event. It's us together. So when we do things, I try to make sure that we're together now. You know, from the operational side of things, yeah, that's more so me because, you know, she has school, she's growing up. But at the end of the day, when decisions are made and answers are being told, um, it's not my answers without hers. And I think that's something her mom kind of helped me with was understanding that Kaden will want to do certain things because of me. But 
also I got to figure out if that's something that she truly wants to do. So, you know, right now, almost any decision that's being made is ran across her before it's a yes or a no. So I don't make a decision without her. Yeah. And that, and I think that's big. Um, even myself, my, my daughter was really into uh, photography and video uh, videography at one time. And so I was like, Oh, that's perfect with me doing podcasts and stuff and, and speaking. I'm like, yeah, you can record for me and all that. And uh, even went to having a conversation with her about, is that something that she wanted to do? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, did the LLC and all that. And then she changed her mind, right? <laughs> decided she didn't want to do that no more. Um, but she she's still doing good. She's actually uh, still in college now. And um, she's doing, uh, I think, uh, criminal justice is what she's going for. And she's doing very well. So, um, but yeah, I definitely had that conversation with her to be like, hey, let's do something together. You know, this would be great for us if that's something that you wanted to do because that was something that she was doing. She actually was uh, being a photographer and taking pictures and things like that. Uh, but she changed her mind as she got older. So yeah, so that was okay. So uh, Kayla, let me ask you a question, right? So I know I, I asked your dad, you know, what does it mean for him to be a girl dad? Um, but what does it mean for you? Like, what are you? What is? What do you find uh, most impactful with you with just you and your dad's, uh, your guys' relationship? Um, it's like. Because sometimes he wants to go to the store for just, like, random things. And I always manipulate him into getting me something because I, I can't go nowhere and not get nothing. So when he goes places and I can't go, he always gets me, like, a souvenir and something. And that's actually pretty nice because I feel like if most dads just went and went somewhere, they would have just, just called their child and been like, hi, how you doing? And then continue on with their day. Don't do nothing. So I think that's actually kind of nice of him. And also, like when we go when we go on trips together, we always like find some way to make it about us, like our relationship outside of the business. Like we could like go somewhere, or we can spend extra time with each other. And I feel like that's really really nice. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool because I I know uh, even with my daughter we had started doing uh, daddy daughter vacations when it'd just be the two of us and we would go somewhere you know when she was out of school for a spring break or whatever uh, we had started doing that so I know that's very important and that's glad I'm glad glad that you guys do that also because I think that's very important for dads to make sure they're taking out that time to spend with their daughters together. So uh, I have another question for you. So what do you think is one of the most uh, impactful or important things to you that your dad has taught you so far? Well, one of the things that I noticed he's taught me, he's taught me responsibility. And like, if he taught me, like if I say something, I have to stick to it. Or that as soon as I get money, I just can't spend it. I have to save some of it. Because then that's just how you just get bad credit. And I had to pay my bills and stuff on time. And I got to make sure that I'm still being, like, myself while I'm doing all of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I love I love what you just said. You talked about credit. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be the next thing that I was going to ask you guys. First of all, let me let me ask you this. How was it having your dad as a as a business partner? How was that? It's fun because 
just like how he held me accountable, I will hold him accountable. If he say he's going to do something, he is going to do it, no matter what he says. I don't care if his back hurt or his head hurt, he's going to do it. All right, all right. So now I have a couple questions for both of you guys because uh, I think that you know this is very cool what you guys having uh, coming together and working your your business together with both of you guys. So uh, like I said, you mentioned credit, Caden. Uh, I think that's very uh, awesome that you're even thinking about credit at, at your age. Um, but uh, Miss Six Ways, both of you guys, if, I guess both of you guys can answer this. Um, what do you think about the uh, importance of even teaching your children about financial literacy, especially at a young age? I feel um, like it's, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think the importance of teaching financial literacy is like she said, like knowing what to do with your money, knowing how to save it, um, knowing what to put your money into. Um, I remember one time my mom called me like mad. Because she wanted to borrow five dollars from Kaden, and Kaden told her no. Um, <laughs> told her that if she give the money, her grandma don't like to pay it back, but she she will want more money if she has to give her the money. So, without her even knowing, she was putting interest on her dollar. Um, so I think the importance of teaching it is stopping them from making the mistakes we make when we get older. Um, my mama taught me credit. My mama put us on her credit. Well my siblings on her credit card, um, which help us develop credit um, and credit strategy. So I plan to do the same thing for her. Um, her knowing how money works is going to be key to her success later down the line. Because like she said, if she get a lot of money and she spend it all, what did she work so hard for? So, you know, that's just my aspect on it. Yeah, and I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because one of the things that um, even with me coming up, what I did with my daughter was put her when she turned 18, I put her on my credit card so she could have, you know, get a great start with, with business, with personal credit and things like that. But even my parents, I don't even think they knew about that because my mom had a one credit, you know, and had she had known that she could just put our names on there and we start off with a one credit too, I'm sure that would have been something that she did. Um, but she didn't. And so we weren't able to, uh, we kind of had to build ours up, but that was something that I learned as I got older. And so when my daughter was born, that was one of the first things I did is put her on two of my credit cards. And which was crazy because once I did that with her, her credit was higher than mine, <laughs> you know? So it was like, hey, your credit higher than mine and you own both of my cards. But that's what kind of what happened. So Kaden, what, what do you think about that? Just the importance of you knowing uh, financial literacy at your age? Well, it's like, I don't want to get older and then like I get a credit card and then I don't know what to do with it. And then I just like, when I spend all of my money, my credit goes down and then I can't get as much stuff that I could get if I had higher credit. And then I'm like, uh, what do I do? And then, cause even if my dad does put me on his credit card, I don't want to make his credit go down. So I feel like it's teaching me responsibility now. So I know what to do when I get older. Definitely, definitely, and you guys are definitely on the on the right track. So, uh, both of you guys, would you advise? Which I'm sure the answer would probably be yes. But would you advise uh, parents and children to to start a business together? And uh, if you do, what advice would you give them to get started? Well, I would say yes, but it's like I don't want parents to feel like they have to do it. They could do like a little small thing with their children. 
like if they're like younger towards my age, you could do like a lemonade stand or something with them. Just so they know what to do with their money. Or if not, you could do business like how me and my dad have. And you don't necessarily have to do it. But if you do, make sure you're always staying true to yourself and make sure it benefits it benefits you in some way. Okay, okay. Oh, my answer is yes, just due to the fact of generational wealth, oftentimes we separate business and family. Um, and that's where a lot of people go wrong. Um, there should be no separation. Oftentimes when we're reaching a certain tax bracket, your family becomes the biggest sacrifice. And what we teach is stop sacrificing that time with your family. Or and you and you don't have to sacrifice the money that you're making. You can incorporate both and double or triple what you're making. Um, so you know, as a child, she may not understand now, but as an adult, she'll understand later. You know, like you said, you miss that one dance. Memories don't last. I mean, opportunities and memories don't last forever. You get what I'm saying? So if you have a chance to make a memory, that may be the only time that you can make that memory. You get what I'm saying? So that could be something that's traumatized your daughter up until this day. And you would never know. You get what I'm saying? Like, my dad wasn't even there for my own dance. So I don't even like going to dances anymore. Like, we don't understand the sacrifice that we take and how detrimental they are to others. We often say we sacrifice for our family, but do we truly? Because oftentimes we're not sacrificing for our family. We're sacrificing for ourselves. And that's one of the things I had to learn as I got older and, and you know, outside of her, I had to give her mama her kudos because, like, my, my baby mother will humble me a lot when it comes to certain things. You know, me on the road all the time, me traveling all the time, it's like, that affects Kaden. You know what I'm saying? And and she has to deal with that, which is not fair to, to her mom to have to deal with Kaden emotions if I'm not around. You get what I'm saying? Or if she's feeling like I'm choosing girls or, or a job or anything like that over her. You know what I'm saying? Even though she know in if at any time she says, Daddy, I want to do this, you she know I'm going to come. But it's the fact of I refuse to miss those moments because, like you said, you missed one dance thinking that it was going to be another one. And that mm-hmm. dance never happened. And the next dance may be her, her wedding. And that's not going to be the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're giving her away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Literally. So... You know, that's the thing that I try to teach parents is like, you know, oftentimes we're so quick to say, we'll do this next time. Or maybe mm-hmm. how about then? Or let's try this later. Tomorrow's never promised and that, that opportunity is never promised. So why not start now? And generational wealth is stopped by the second and third generation. But it's, it's a reason why. Because if you think about it, traditions don't stop after the second or third generation. So if you treat if you teach a tradition of starting a business with your child, guess what? That becomes a tradition inside of that family. Just like families go eat Thanksgiving dinner together. You know what I'm saying? There's certain meals that are at a Thanksgiving dinner that is universal. You know what I'm saying? Around yeah. the world. So no matter if, if it's the first generation or the sixth generation, everybody going to eat that same meal. Everybody got the same recipe to that cake. So right. why not have the same recipe to business and build a generational wealth? You know, start early. Write a book with your child. And then your child is going to run and write a book with their child. And then that child is going to run and write a book with their child. And then it comes a rippling effect. That's how you get the Rockefellers. That's how you get the Trumps. That's how you get the Kardashians. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just my mindset on that. 
Yeah, and you and you're exactly right, man. And and that's even you know when we you talked you mentioned earlier about me missing that dance, and that's why I even bring it up, and I make sure that I bring it up every time I have a father on here because I really want to push that message that, like you said, you don't get a second chance. You know, I I missed that day, and I'm like, all right, I catch the next one. And I think she was probably only, uh, maybe seven at that time. You know what I'm saying? And now she's twenty. You know what I mean? And it never was another time. You know, and so we, as as fathers and parents, definitely as dads, we want to make sure that we're not sacrificing our families. Again, like you said, we might say I'm sacrificing for my family so that I can build this business, but oftentimes we are sacrificing our family for the business. So we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we're taking our time with our families and so that we don't have to sacrifice, you know. So as a just as a um one of the things that I know you guys do uh, together uh, is your your mentorship uh, to mentor parents about you know working together. So Eve, tell us a little bit about about that. Is that a full ble- a full program that you guys teach? So more so right now, like I say, is a transition of her in school. So she may not do like one on one calls, but all the courses and stuff like that was created together. Um, if they want to call with us, you know, of course they can schedule it. Um, but most of the time the conversation is kind of with me just from a strategy standpoint, that's to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus if they want to get on a call with Kaden, her schedule is kind of more booked out than mine. Um, but you know, with the mentorship is more so us just teaching you the things that we do, but always having access to us or getting one of our opinions on certain situations. Um, so Oftentimes, it's more so towards me. Um, we've done workshops where she'll come in and talk, but I try to keep it kind of separate because of the fact of she being so young. Um, and, you know, I don't feel comfortable with an adult talking to her one-on-one. So mm-hmm. it'll always be yeah. me and her together. Um, but, you know, when we do workshops, Kaden's going to give her opinion. If I give Kaden somebody's business idea, Kaden's going to give her opinion. Like, we had a friend. Um, she was doing an interview and so she was making content after our friend rain and rain didn't walk right for her video. And Karen got in there and was like, yeah, this is how you pose to walk. Don't look at the camera. You look ahead and you, you make sure you slowly walk. And so that way the camera can get all your angles. So it's like, when it's time for her to pop in, she's going to pop in and say what she needs to say. So. <laughs> Miss CEO already, right? <laughs> that's cool that's cool so um let's let's transition real quick uh to the next part of uh the next segment that we have and it's called getting to the core segment so the getting to the core uh segment is built off our ebook that i wrote called the core four which is the core four values that every daughter should get from her father make sure you guys go to ebooks by ejames.com that's ebooks by ejames.com to get the ebook, the core four, which is the four core values that every daughter uh, should get from her father. And so uh, in that book, I know you had a chance to look at it. Um, we talk about the four uh, core values. And so for those who don't know, the four core values are guidance, affirmation, love and affection, and the last one is protection. And so just as you as being a father, you know, what is one of them out of the four, which one do you believe uh, that you kind of 
lay more to when when instructing your daughter or or pouring into your daughter um that's kind of tough um i would say it's two parts um mm -hmm. looking at them and, and looking at what you said uh i think the the one on the business side is the guidance because like mm -hmm. you said we can't always control the situation but we can only guide them in certain ways um, and so when it comes to business, I cannot do everything for her. I can guide her in what to say and how to say it. But at the end of the day, I can't take her opinion away. I can just show her how to speak her opinion. So like even now, like I didn't prep her for this call. I didn't know honestly what she would say. Um, cause I, and, and one of the things I realized from our last interview is when I prep her, she gets nervous. When I let her be, she's the best she can be. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. She, she, I've taught her enough where she knows how I talk, how I speak, how I interview, how I do things. So it's not me even teaching her anymore. It's just me guiding her to make sure that, you know, she's comfortable, she feels safe, and, and she's good. Um, and then as a dad, of course, you know, it's the protection too, but I cannot protect her at all times. So I think guidance overrules the protection because, you know, we could try to protect them all day long, but you know, our parents can protect us from life. You get what right. I'm saying? It's life. Um, and then the other piece is affirming her. Uh, I think from a personal side, it's affirming her to let her know that anything is possible as long as she puts her mind to it. She can become whoever and whatever she wants to. So, like, me and her mom have invested into her art. Of She loves hair. Like, you know, our goal is, by she's 16, not working in a hair shop, but her having her own salon. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, her mom bought her, like, the mannequins and stuff like that. And then anytime my hair is taken out and look a mess, it's because I don't let her play in it. You just being transparent. Because I'll tell her to take it out, and then she'll be taking forever to put it back together, and I'll be like, just leave it alone. But I let her, you know, play in, in a human's hair because it's different than a mannequin. So when she wants to try braids or she wants to try twists or she wants to take hair out, you know... I allow her to do it on me because I'm affirming her. Like, you, if, if I trust you with my hair, I know somebody else will. Um, she has an aunt on my side that does hair. So, you know, the goal is when she gets old enough to go in the shop with her and shadow. You know what I'm saying? So it's affirming her that whatever dreams or whatever she wants in life, me and her mom will be always ten toes behind her. Like, we're always going to support her and affirm her to be great at whatever she decides to do. So yeah, I think those are my two pieces is the, the affirmation and, and the guidance. All right. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So my my, my next question uh, for you is those are the core four, right? So if there could be a fifth that you could add, what do you think that would be? Um, understanding. Um. I think that's one of the biggest issues as parents. We don't try to understand our kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, as crazy as it sounds, when I did her disassessment with her and she had the same diss as me, I'm like, heck no. Like, I thought you was this. And she's like, nah, I, I'm cool like that, but I really don't like doing that. Like, I didn't think she was selfish at all. Like, I, I thought she was like this big, caring, lovey-dovey person. And she was like, nah, like, I'm focused on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's me, daddy. And and I think that's the thing is because oftentimes 
we want our kids to be a certain way, but we don't understand who they are. You get what I'm saying? We only know what we want. But sometimes you just got to set them for who they are and understand that they're not going to be us. Understand that they're going to have their own views and their own mindsets. Because a lot of times, if we're going somewhere, we're doing something, our children have no say. Right. Like, of course, we may say, hey, what kind of food you want? Wendy's. All right, cool. Let's go there. But if, if it's the case of, hey, I'm getting a car. Well, daddy, can you not get an SUV? We're not going to listen. Like, we're going to be like, all right, whatever. I'm getting what I want. But the thing is, they got to ride in their car, too. Yeah. So, so you know, that's the other aspect of, of just really understanding them. Taking the time to listen. And I think once we take the time to listen to our children, we can raise them and guide them in the ways that they need to go. Yeah. All the time we become controlling, when you become controlling, they rebel. And then you have kids that go opposite of what their parents want. It's because their children didn't trust them enough to always be open and transparent. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great stuff, man. That's great stuff. And I and I, I like that you you mentioned the disc assessment, and I'm I'm very big on the disc assessment. And I'm uh, it's crazy that you had her take it so young, but I I think that that's probably one of the best things to do. I know as a speaker, that's one of the things that I push when I go into high schools to uh, speak to the students. Um, you know, as we're right before they get ready to graduate, that like, okay, take this disc assessment. So you have an idea to begin to build this plan for you to take once you get out of high school, you know? So that's awesome that you, that you had her take it so young, uh, man, both of you guys, I, I really appreciate you guys being on, right. I really appreciate you guys being on and, and sharing your story. Um, I want both of you, this is two of you guys. I usually say have the last word, but I guess I say have the last words. I have both of you have your own last words of, of advice that you might want to leave for the listeners, for the parents, or from the kids, however you decide to do it. Um, and definitely leave us with your guys' uh, social media accounts and things like that and where that they can get with you guys um, in order to work with you guys. So I'll give you guys a second to think about what you guys want to say. Uh, to my listeners, uh, first of all, make sure you guys are going to our website, dealhealfulfill.org. That's dealhealfulfill.org, which is our main website um, that you'll find more information about what I have going on. Definitely both podcasts, because we have our partner podcast, which is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And we are just uh, recently celebrated 100 episodes on there. And so I'm definitely proud about that. We've been in this uh, podcast game for a little while and we've been hanging strong to the point that we even started another podcast, which is we're here at the Girl Dead Discussions podcast. So make sure that you guys are checking out our website, dealhealfulfill.org. And also our eBooks by E. James website. We talked about the four core, but there's also other books that are there. Uh, we have the four core, we have males to men. We also have, uh, our ebook called Start Your Podcast Now. For those of you that listen to podcasts, you think, hey, I think I want to do that. So you guys can get that ebook on Start Your Podcast Now and only three simple steps. That is also available at ebooksbyejames.com. Ebooksbyejames.com. Also, um, another thing, another organization that I had a chance to be a part of is an organization called The Forgiveness Mission, where we hold free virtual websites. Uh, workshops every quarter of the year. So whenever you're hearing this, either one just passed or one is coming up where we talk about forgiveness, what it is, what it's not, 
uh, who's it for, forgiveness of ourselves, forgiveness of others, all of that. So make sure that you guys go check that out. It's free. It's a virtual workshop. You can go to forgivenessmission.com to get more information about that. Last but not least, uh, you guys can win $100 from the podcast. And what do you need to do in order to win $100 from the podcast? Join our super subscriber contest. First, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and to our podcast on Spotify or your listening uh, uh, platform. And then you text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to win $100. And once you're in, you can always win. You don't never have to re-up again. And the contest is random. So at any time, I can pull a name and you can be our contest winner. So that is all our announcements. Again, uh, both of you guys, I want to say thank you for being on. Thank you for taking out the time to share your story and your advice with our listeners, with our dads and our daughters. Uh, I appreciate you guys being here. So I'll let both of you have the last word. Uh, whichever one want to take it first. You want to go first, thank No, you can go. Um, the thing that I would want to tell anybody that, hold on. One of the things I, I, I want to tell everyone is to start replacing time for money and stop giving gifts for memories and give your children the gift of you. Um, and most importantly, stop buying your kids everything you never had and start teaching them everything you didn't know. Because the moment you do those things is the moment that your relationship with your children will change forever. And it could be more impactful than detrimental to their lives. So that's that's pretty much all I have for the people. Um, I thank you for the opportunity. You guys can follow me at Mr. Six Ways on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I have a podcast coming out with a couple of my friends called the Sparring Session Podcast that will be releasing as well on September 5th. Um, her Instagram is Conversations with K. That's K-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N um, with and then K-A-I. Um she does not run her own social media. She does not be on her own social media. It is ran by her parents. Um, just like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got for y'all. And what I want to say is when you're thinking about this or if you're listening to this, you're probably like, okay, so all they're basically telling me is like to start with the business, but that's not what we're about. We actually want to help you become the best that you can be. And while you're in the making of making a business, or if you want, you can like, if you don't want to really make a business, you can just like sit down and have a conversation with your child and see what they want to do and make sure you include them and stuff that y'all are doing. That's all, all right. I can really say right now. So. <laughs> all right, all right. We can't end it, end it no better than that. Uh, to my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. Until next week, you guys be blessed. Dads, being a dad is the most rewarding and most exhausting responsibility you have. In the whirlwind of life, you have so many things that demand your attention. Sometimes making memories with your kids takes a backseat. 
but it doesn't have to be that way. Join me, Aaron, a dad of four kids on the Dad Ventures podcast, where we dive deep on the adventure of a literal lifetime being a dad. We'll explore science-backed parenting strategies, review books and gear, and interview parenting experts with a special emphasis on being a dad. At Dad Ventures, we champion and celebrate dads and the unique value they pour into their kids. New episodes are live every Friday. Head over to wherever you listen to podcasts and find the Dad Ventures podcast, or go to adventures.dad and tap the podcast link at the top of the page.